Looking for a great place to start your career? Start with the City of Norfolk, Virginia. You'll earn competitive pay, outstanding benefits, and a $5,000 sign-on bonus. Start your career today at norfolk.gov slash coastalvajobs. Restrictions apply. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 20-something, the 28th of June, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next uh, 60 or 90 minutes, something like that. And uh, my co-host is Olivia Lashley, hopefully coming to you live from London in the U.K., well, today, guys, we're talking about who is in control of your life, and this really is um, this really is I, I I feel an important subject because many people I feel don't grasp the fact that they're in control of their life, or there's a portion of their life that they're in control of, in control of. And but anyway, we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. So, Liv, are you with me? Yeah. Does that sound better? Yeah. Yeah. You can hear that. You can hear that? Yes. What are you doing? Okay, no, that's fine. Well, you, you say it like nothing was going on before the program actually bloody started. Yeah, well, I didn't want to tell everybody your business, you know, that everything was <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do the right thing for once, and what happens? I get all told off. <laughs> I wonder why those sort of things happen to you on a regular basis. I know, Have you no, ever sat down no, and thought no. about that? I no, no. And I refuse to sit down and think about it because it's <laughs> just not my fault. Do. It's yeah. not my fault. It's everybody else's fault. It's, it is not my fault. I don't know how to tell you that, but it's not my fault. But yeah, no, that that's better, darling. That's better because it sounded really. It, it like I said when when I first spoke to you, it sounded like it was on speaker. You know, so so that's that. So anyway, love, how are you? How how goes it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It, it's it, you know, it's got um, it's got a bit better as the weeks gone on. To be quite, to, as the weeks gone on, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's um, better. It definitely wasn't hunky dory in the beginning. That's for sure. Um, of the week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's all right. It's all right. It's going okay. All right, and that, 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 that's, that's the name of the game. Oh, not too bad, you know, Liz. Not 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 too bad. Everything's kind of you know moving, moving right along and going in the right direction, you know. And yeah. it, it it really is. It's going in the right direction, um, you know. Sort of like, and this is well, anyway. Because um, for guys, for those of you who don't know me, those of you who do. Sort of like I meditate every day and I add things to my meditation and of course I take things away from my meditation. Sometimes my meditations are longer than others and um, I've added a, a breathing exercise and um, it's it's actually really good. It's it's really it's really serving me well and I decided that I was going to try this um, breathing exercise and really and truly it definitely is a spin-off of 
I don't want to call it the cleansing breath because cleansing breath is a little bit different, but it's definitely a spin-off of the um, of a yoga abdominal breath. Actually, if the truth be known, it's very similar to that. And so um, I've added that to my to my meditation, and um, yeah, it's just intensified my meditation. You know, so because I know that you were doing that too, Liv. It, have you have you found anything? different <laughs> yeah i was doing it i haven't been doing it i think that's what i said to you last time um and then i haven't i think i tried it that day that mm-hmm. night that one after i spoke to you but I, I i actually haven't done it i keep thinking about it but i just don't end up doing it mm-hmm. i don't know why no. actually i really when i think about it i do not know why because i do believe it's actually good um but yeah uh yeah. Oh, actually, no, I know why, because I don't think I was doing the breath properly. I couldn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was getting a full, um, my lungs were fully inflated. Okay, interesting. 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 Okay. And right. my time, mm-hmm. my time kept, going, kept going down as opposed to up. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> 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 no, it's one of those things. You, uh, well, well, for me, at any rate, I've, I actually, um, I actually sat it, and what, what I realised was, is guys, you, you actually take an inhalation where you inhale, and to the point where your abdominal muscles push outwards, and then you relax on the exhale. My thing was I wanted to push my abdominal muscles in to totally clear my lungs, but that's not it. Oh. But it's like smoking. It's like smoking, that, Liv. You know, you take, you take a serious drag of the cigarette and you just... Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't push my stomach out. Yeah, but... My but stomach, when like you, you were when saying, you, I always push my stomach in, not, not out. But when you inhale... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you push. You. That means you need to um, use your diaphragm. You need to inhale yeah. deeper. Yeah. You yeah. Need, that's all you have to do. You inhale deeper, so your 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 abdominal muscles push outwards. Yeah. And the only way that can do, you know, like if you take a deep breath to sigh, you do. You, you people actually do that. You don't just go to the top. You when you're doing a deep sigh. You you feel you feel you expand your your lungs to the base, and that causes the diaphragm to do what it does, and the um, abdominal muscles uh, so push maybe, out. Maybe and then you exhale feel, just like you. Smoking. Maybe that's why I always feel a little bit tired because I don't breathe like that. I don't breathe like that at all. If I'm breathing in, it's from my diaphragm goes in. I have to consciously make my diaphragm go out. Um, yeah, so you're not breathing right. Which would make sense, you're not which, breathing. which actually um, make a lot of sense. Because I often you're think that, because I, I, I often think to myself, oh, my breathing's really shallow. It's, um, yeah. And then I always think, oh, I wonder how much oxygen, maybe I just don't need, <laughs> need that much oxygen or something. <laughs> um, it's just, it's yeah, really shallow. Yeah. The rationale approach, yes, 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 yes. I get that. Human I get mind, that. Yeah. But but mo- most people do breathe shallow. They breathe from the top of their lungs, which which would mean that 
on your inhale, you would pull your abdominal muscles in versus out. <laughs> no, really. I, I, no, no, because I, 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 I've got a reason to breathe loud now. I'm like, <laughs> you can't moan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, I can, and, and I will. I'll send you the nasty little text. You're breathing. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're breathing. Do you know what? But yes, when when the um when I watched the thing with the um the white ruster guy, um oh. he he said about pushing his stomach out and I think I was doing it I was doing it I was consciously doing it. and then I think I forgot about it which is why um I wasn't breathing as long yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. you didn't have the capacity you mm, didn't have the exactly. even when you, when you exhaled you didn't have mm. the capacity to mm-hmm. hold because you didn't mm-hmm. have enough to start with and then when you yeah. inhaled to on on the hold on the 30th and men yeah. hold hold your breath you didn't have the capacity, the, yeah, the oxygen not at all. to take the thought. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's a bit like goes to Mr. Calvert. She says, speak from the diaphragm. That, that mm. sort of thing. You know, take a breath and speak from the diaphragm, and that way you can project your voice as loud as you want it mm. because, you're, because you're in control. Yeah, you know? no, I get that. Maybe that's because that's been trained into me. But the um, mm-hmm. thing of like my summer going out when I breathe inwards it's just it just doesn't occur and then it it, it takes practice you have to practice because again Liz, mm. most people and um, they breathe from up top they just use the the oh. I'd say three quarters up of their lungs even if that mm. they might leave, use half half up and mm. they don't use the full capacity mm. because I, I even think I, I even think that the majority of females, I said 99.9% of females, they actually don't want to push their stomach out. <laughs> They're actually always pulling it in, aren't they? So it's like, exactly. maybe, maybe it's exactly. just um, a, a trained thing to do. And, and with, um, you know, like if you're doing Pilates and stuff, that's one of the things they tell you to do, to pull your, your, belly, bat, your belly button to your spine and then go up and then and then breathe. But what that does is it actually creates a, 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 a paradigm where the abdominal muscles begin uh-huh. to tighten and firm. Okay. Um, uh, however, to continuously breathe like that is not a good thing because you're not mm. getting enough oxygen. Mm. You know, you're not bellowing your lungs, you know. Mm. See, so there you go. Problem solved. Look at that. No, you just have to. Yeah, no, so them say, so them say, darling, so them lie, but so them say, is a lie. And and just one other thing, guys, before we move into who is in control of your life, I got the vi- the video of um the video you sent me of your eldest grandson, um, oh, Jaden, yeah, Jaden, and he did he did his his little um his little booklet, as it were, on Jamaica. And what I wanted to know is where and get picnic from and Irie. Yeah, told you yeah. well, I know that and they have ruster mouse. I don't know if they have that in the States, but they have ruster mouse over here. It's a ru- he's a ruster, oh, he's a mouse. Um, it's a cartoon, like no. children. He, he, he took off I've like a look that up. Over here. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. 
So um, he watches that, and you you know they they speak um, patois. Patois. Not 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 really uh-huh. thick that you can't. You, obviously, you can patois. understand it. Everyone can understand it. Patois. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I've got to look that up. I have to look that up. <laughs> I think you'll find that really, really funny. Really funny. I have every belief. Because I'm like, because um, Dee said to me, oh, he must be hanging out with his grandma. I said, what, Olivia? And he said, yeah. I said, mm, I don't think she'd be using that. That That's, you know, I mean, yes, she knows it. Yes, she talks it. But I don't think she'll use it. Yeah. I said, if he was hanging out with me, mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. I'd say yeah. So I said I think it might be his his other grandparents or something like that. You know, um, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> I think. <laughs> so then, and then shall now we you move on? <laughs> and now, now, now you tell me say you listen to Rastamos. Now I understand where it's coming from. <laughs> but I did actually think it was from the way he planned it. You see. <laughs> Yeah, moving right along. I'm telling the truth, though. And um, that being said, who is in control of your tongue? Who's in control of your, your words? No, who's in control of your life? Okay, guys, and as I said before, this is actually really quite important, I think, in as much as if you don't understand the rules of engagement, and truly, if you don't understand the rules of engagement, it makes it very difficult for you to play a winning game. So who's in control of your life? You may have asked yourself this question once, twice in your life or a hundred times and perhaps never. Who's in control in in my life? You usually go there when you're determined to accomplish a goal that's been fraught with setbacks and I'll I'll go into that in a minute. Uh, Fraught with setbacks. Or when life has taken you to the abyss and is spiraling out of control. How much control do you have over your life? And do you know what the, that control is? Most people aren't even aware that their lives are manifested, manifesting based on uh, subplots and counterplots that they're running in the background. Actually, I should have put there that they're running in the background. You can take control of your life. However, in order to do that, you must understand the universal law of engagement so that you can work within that paradigm. So again, who's taking control of your life? As I wrote in the synopsis, many people um, uh, usually go there like, who's taking control of my life when there's something that they want to do and it's not going right and they make the decision, you know something? This is what I want and I'm doing this and it's getting done. I don't know how, but it's getting done because I'm doing this. And that's what people do and then they get inspired action and then they move forward. When your life has taken, or when life has taken you, or your choices has taken you to your abyss, you know that black hole that you look down and and there's no end in sight. Actually, even as you're kind of falling down the hole, you know, pale blowing in the wind, there's no end in sight. And it's like then people usually say to themselves, you know, like, my God, what's happened to my life? You know, and it's that sort of thing, you know, who is in control of my life? Now, many people, as I said in the synopsis, they truly aren't aware that manifesting is based on the internal dialogues, plural, 
the internal dialogues that are going on inside of their heads. So understanding the manifesting process is a must. And this process is on what you believe, not on what you ask for. And so many people get that confused. So many people get that confused. So many people believe it's what they're asking for. And when they're asking for this stuff and they don't get it, they get upset. They get stuff that they feel that they haven't asked for. But in reality, it's that subplot and the counterplots that are going on in the background. Those those programs that are running in the background that are truly trumping the things that are coming out of your mouth. So this process, out what you believe, not what you ask for. And this is why it's so important to believe in what, what you want. You know, on, on this show, you, you uh, gosh, I'm always saying, and I always feel that I'm saying this, even when I'm doing um, Facebook Live, when I'm talking with the ladies or when I'm lecturing, I'm always saying this over and over again. You know, marry, going on about marrying yourself, to your five senses or marrying yourself, sorry, marrying what you want to your five senses. And I'm always going on about marrying your five senses to the things that you want. Because what this does is it fosters an intrinsic belief. That too is true of affirmations and affirmations that are constructed in the right way. That true is of prayers that are constructed in the right way. And, of course, of visualizations that are constructed in the right way. They are all done with the intent of fostering your belief. Because it is that belief that will assist and support you in getting the thing that you want. You see... Were you going to say something, darling? Well, um, you know the like you said about the, like the internal belief thing um, and the internal do- dialogue. Sorry, I mean it will t- it can turn you around, you know, ninety degrees, one eighty to walk in completely mm-hmm. the opposite way. But um, you know the thing of actually what you ask for and what you believe. I think one of the ways to actually bring to the forefront of your mind is um, not just not just sort of like. It, like if you're having trouble believing it or you don't think your belief is strong enough is bring to the forefront of your mind that you deserve it and believe mm-hmm. that you deserve it because sometimes it's it's um it's easy to actually make ourselves believe yes um, of course Liz. and but but if you actually really believe that you deserve it you're actually more or less on the doorstep you know, because then it's just marrying that, as you're saying, with your actual, with actually the actual belief that you had before, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. You know, um, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And the thing, the thing about that lives is that it, it's it's getting people to the point of the belief of. That's right. You deserve right. it. Yeah. You know, what wh- what makes you think that you don't deserve it? You know what? What makes you think that you don't deserve it? And but you, you know, I, mean, I just put. Go ahead, love. I would say the other thing is, you, if you didn't, if you didn't deserve it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have thought of it in the first place. Exactly. 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 
Um, let me see if I pulled up the right thing. Okay, um, I just I just pulled up. This is this is very very briefly the parable. It's a parable, the tale of two wolves. Okay, guys. So when you think about deserve, and I'm I'm just gonna uh, segue because what Olivia was saying actually filtered into to something that I had said to the ladies yesterday. But in in deserving, I'm gonna use this parable and hope hopefully fits what was in my mind. So I'm going straight off the cuff here. So it's a parable, the tale of two wolves. A grandfather is walking with his grandson and he says, there are two kinds of wolves inside of you or inside of us, always at war with each other. One of them is a good wolf, which represents things of kindness, bravery, love, uh, creativity, joy, happiness, compassion, you know, everything that you consider to be good. And the other is a bad wolf and represents things that you consider not to be good like greed, hatred, fear, envy, jealousy, um, ill health, and all the things that aren't right. And, of course, fear, if I didn't say that. So the grandson stopped. At JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. At JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details thinks about this for a second and he looks up at his grandfather and says grandfather you know like if they're always fighting always warring which one wins and his grandfather looked down at him and quite quietly said the one you this is something that I had said to the ladies yesterday um, when I was actually talking about you know who is in control of your life Guys, in regard to what you had said, Olivia, does that make sense? In regard to there are two people inside of you or there, there, there are two, two feelings inside of you. Mm-hmm. You've got the deserving and the undeserving. Mm-hmm. And they're always fighting. They, they, they are always fighting for supremacy. Mm-hmm. So which one will actually win? And it's the one that you feed the energy the most that will win. And this is true of life. It's where you place that energy. That's the thing that will be nourished. That's the thing that will grow. That's the thing that will flourish. But, you know, I mean, the the one that you you feed your energy to is the one that will uh, be at the forefront. But that doesn't mean that um, the other one is doing nothing because the other one is also still fighting to get to the forefront. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. And that's very true. That being said, that being said, you have to make a decision. 
You have to make a decision as to what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want, where it is that you want to go. You know, this sitting on the fence and being wishy-washy, that, it, that, that time's done. You know, time is running and passing and running and passing and running and passing. And you know something, Liz, that, that it, it hit me, something hit me really hard yesterday. Um, a, a, friend, a friend of mine, uh, well, ours, you know her, um, her, her cousin passed away. And she, she died of sarcoid. Oh, goodness. And, you know, Liz, okay. hello, hello. And for, for anybody who's never had it, if you've had it, you can understand. If you've had sarcoids and you're black, you can really understand. And, Liz, it really hit me hard. I mean, I was quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, when I was talking to her last night, you know, and, I, I, you know, you pull it together, and I, I really was sorry for that. Mm. Because it it's something that I believe, I'm a true believer, if you didn't come here with the disease, it's something that has been created based on, on things that you have done, things that you have fed within your mind. Although, And I'm spiraling off from the show because this is really when, well, can, I suppose. It, can, I, can I just say, not things that you've done like in a karmic way. That's not what Wendy means. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. Right. The choices that you've made in life, simple choices, mm. you know, um, you know, I don't know, to, to eat this instead of that, to go here instead of that, to be in a relationship that's not good, when you know it's not good, but you're going to make it work, that sort of thing. I'm not talking about, you know, your just rewards and dessert. I'm not talking about that. I'm literally talking about things that you have chosen in life that have manifested in a way that, have, that does and has impacted your health. So when when she told me, because this was unexpected, okay, this of course her cousin had been diagnosed, but this this was unexpected. I think if it had been somebody else, it was kind of because I thought it was somebody else, mm-hmm. and it it was unexpected. And you know, Liz, it 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 set me back for a little bit, in as much as yeah. wow, <clears throat> you know, there by the grace of God go I. Absolutely, yeah. And I know I know why I'm here. Because I chose to feed something different or feed different things in my mind. I know why I'm here. But anyway, I can't remember why I was going down that road. But that, that, the, 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 anyway, the whole thing with... Wait, wait, sorry. You know you said it was unexpected, but wasn't she losing weight and all the usual sort of things? Like not being able to... Where did she have um, the circuits in her lungs? No, I did not. I didn't actually right. ask. And uh, this has been going on uh, for, what is it? We've been, I've been here 20 years. This has been going on for about a, a 30, 30 something year journey. Really? Olivia, that's how they do it wow. over here. I'm serious. That's how they do it over here. They do wow. all sorts of stuff, and nobody actually addresses go perhaps I should do a show on this nobody actually addresses going to utilizing um, alternative complementary or holistic medicine Um, as you and I both know that it is a stress totally stress related disease Mm. underlying factor without a shadow of doubt of a doubt is that and usually it's pertaining to relationships and people pe- pe- you know they list they don't do that here they 
that of course they do the steroid things and then they want to cut these nodules out of you and then all, all sorts of stuff. All sorts uh, of what, stuff. Well, I, I, I suppose everyone's different really, but I, 30 years, I just didn't know it could last that long. Yes, you know, yes. I, Oh, I didn't know that at all. Not at all. I thought it was sort of like yes. uh, you had you had that period of time where you had it, and you either crossed over, <laughs> crossed over the bridge, or you stayed, or you stayed here. You know, I didn't think yes. there was sort no. of like I, I thought we said you know a, a say like maybe two, two, three years. I thought that that was that was it. No. I didn't think it lasted no. thirty years. So no. that and, no. it, and even with that, I mean, it's like well, with the greatest respect. What are the medical profession doing? Thirty years in something that <laughs> does the, not have to last that long. With the greatest freaking respect, not a hell of a whole lot of anything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. You know. Wow. But um, maybe we'll do a show about that. Um, it, because I mean, it really hit me, and a lot of people in the United States. Well, you know, we know Rosie kind of died, and um, a few other people that. You know, living in our locale mm-hmm. there had died from this. Um, again, uh, again, lives. It, it, it's. I, I don't feel that the actual protocols that they use. I don't think that they work. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. they work very well. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I, I. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. And of course, again. In in Caucasian people, it's really different. Sarcoids manifest differently mm. than in people of African origin and Mediterranean. From what I, mean, I can and understand, in, I think no, not Indian. Yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we'll do a show on that because I was it really set me back. But that that being said, guys. Um, that that being said, on top of it, she was my age. <laughs> I was like, oh god, um, mm. which means that we had that about the same time. Came out about the same time. Oh, Diagnosed <laughs> about the same time. That's, but yeah, anyway, um, done. That, that, that's, that's, that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, we'll do Sean. I'll get on a right rant. I'll get on a right freaking <laughs> rant with the greatest respect. Uh, yeah, I'll get on a rant. <laughs> But that that being said, one of the things that you said, Lives, is very true. People need to feel deserving, and most people don't. But the name of the game is um, you can, as I said before, you can you can you can marry your five senses to, and that's what does it look like, feel like, smell like, taste like, sound like to be deserving, and sort of like if if your thing is you don't know what it feels like to be deserving. Well, one of the things that I can say to you is simply this. What does it feel like? You're on, you're on the what does it feel like not to end. So you could, people can give me all the, you can give me all the lowdown on what you feel like as somebody who's undeserving. And then you flip the script on it. You know, guys, there's nothing that you could say to me that you cannot um, extract something positive out of it or something helpful to assist and support you in growing. Because whatever you say, there is an antithesis to it. There is a polar opposite. And that's good and bad. There's a polar opposite. Standing 
uh, the manifesting process is paramount. <clears throat> and this process, as I said before, just to recap, is about you uh, believing in what you are wanting. And it's not about what you're asking for. It's predicated on the belief. It's predicated on the belief. And just as a recap, this is why affirmations are important. This is why visualization is important. This is why prayer is important. And again, this is why I'm always on this rant about marrying your five senses to what it is that you want, because it fosters that intrinsic belief. When you don't understand the moving parts, and what I mean by the moving parts, when you don't understand how the game of life is played, it becomes difficult to get the results that you want continuously. You know, because it can literally feel like you're taking potluck every time you do something and you're hoping against hope that you did something right. Like creating the perfect stew or the, 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 the perfect dressing or the perfect gravy or whatever phrase you, whatever you want to insert there. It's like creating the perfect artwork and you've used this medium or you use these ingredients and um, you just used them and you were moving along creatively and yada, 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 and you didn't note what you put into it or you didn't know what the underlying structure was for it. And so then to recreate it means that you're going to do this based on luck and not based on facts that you know. So the moving parts become very, very important when you are wanting to take control of your life. And the moving parts for all intent and purposes, guys, as it relates to what we're doing here, is you knowing and understanding the universal laws of attraction. And that's laws plural, not singular. It's plural. You understanding the universal laws of attraction in control of your life. It's also understanding that um, there are parts of what you take control of and there are parts that you don't have control over. And wanting control over the whole thing, that's not going to work. Now, in the actual synopsis, I wrote that, you know, you have, um, let's see, most people, yeah, most people aren't even aware that their lives are manifesting based on uh, the plot the subplot and the counterplot. Now, this actually is um, a, a structure for writing, literally if you're writing a book and if you're writing a novel or something like this. This is a structure that can be used. Actually, if you're writing any kind of book, it doesn't matter what it is because this is our life. This is truly our lives as it unfolds. And so you have the plot, and the plot really is um, what, people, what people see. And we show the world one facet or aspect of self, and that's the plot, right? And that the, the self that we want to be accepted, the self that we want to integrate into a group, the self that we want to be known. And then behind that, there is another facet, and that's the you that people don't really, people really, really, really don't see. And this is where you have that internal dialogue always going on. It's filled with chatter and it's filled with your mind uh, to do something, to go for it or to go against it. Or, you know, it gives you, it gives you the, 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 analy the analytics, the reasons and the logic. 
It's there as well as your intuition. And then behind that is the things that you really want and don't want for your life. The real stuff. The stuff that becomes manifest because that's what you believe in your heart of hearts. And as I started out saying before this was this is what's called the plot, the subplot and the counterplot. And again, I've taken that from the structure of, of being able to, to write. And the plot is what people see. They see, the, they see this with clarity. And they understand what they're seeing because this is what you're putting forth. They see this. And you're in, you're in control of that. And they see this. The subplot is what people don't see and it's in its entirety. And I say in its entirety because, you see, with the subplot, it's like the thing that runs through the entire story. It's the thing that runs, you've got the storyline and then you've got that, that undercurrent that flows through it. And that's the subplot. And those are the sort of things, the, the non-verbals that you give out. You know, your body language. You know, you look at, you, you look at a, a photograph of two people who really aren't getting on. They may be cheesing and smiling, but you look at the body language. Is she pulled away from him? Is he pulled away from her? Is he slightly turned his back to her? These all speak volumes. These are nonverbals. The words that you, you, you what do they call it? The, the, the Freudian slips that continuously slip out of your mouth when you're talking about something. Or, or the things that are counter, that you do, that are counterintuitive to, 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 to what you're showing. And so this is the subplot, as well as that chatter. The logical, the reasoning, the analytical mind, as well as the chatter, subplot. And again, the subplot is the theme that runs through your life. You know, are you always struggling for health? Are you always struggling for love? Are you always struggling for wealth? Are you always struggling, I don't know, for, for whatever it is, you know, the, the, the right job. Are you always struggling? The, sub, the subplot that runs through it. The subplot that actually brings drama, it creates the drama in your life, if the truth be known. So you fill in the blank. What are you always struggling for? What are you always striving for? Another, another way to, to look at this. What are you always struggling or what are you always striving for? And then you have the counterplot, and the counterplot is behind all of this. And the counterplot is the contrast and parallel, or the contrast and parallel in your life, showing you without a doubt what you don't want and what you do want. And so these are the things that are going on inside of you. These are the things that are showing up for you. And it's in here that your life is controlled. You see, within the counterplot, the things that you don't want and really don't want, do want and really don't want, these are the things that you really believe. And you know, people know this. You just have to dig sometimes, but people know this. But what people don't understand is it is the counterplot that is manifesting in your life today if you are not consciously aware of creating what you want through the universal laws or through the manifestation process. It's the thing that is counter that is showing up. And again, just like the story with the two wolves, 
If the thing that you are feeding most is the don't have your belief in this moment in time, that is the thing that you believe that you are deserving of at this moment in time. And that's the thing that's going to show up for you. Now, one of the most wondrous things about us, the wondrous thing about life, and, and what we do here is that whatever is going on, we are there, excuse me, whatever is going on, we can find the solution to the problem. We can find the answer to the question because it's right there with the counter, the want and the don't want. Whatever you don't want is the, is the antithesis of what you do want. And whatever you do want, the antithesis of that is what you don't want. And so, therefore, there's a certain amount of ease in understanding that. There's a certain amount of ease because the solution is there. And, guys, hear me. It is the counterplot, which is behind the subplot. And the subplot is behind the plot, which is what people see. It's the counterplot that has or gives us most grief. Because we're not 100%, mm, we're not 100% tapped into that. And you see, this is where the co-creation process of life takes place. And guys, we are co-creating our lives. We are co-creating our lives. It took me a long time to get that. It took me a long time to have the understanding of what, for me at any rate, co-creation represents. And co-creation is knowing your role in the manifestation process or knowing your role in the, the blessing process, knowing your role in how life is unfolding for you. And it's paramount. It's paramount. So Liz, is there anything that you wanted to say before I go off on co-creation? Um, yeah. Well, it, it's Come kind on, of like <laughs> It's kind of going back a bit. <clears throat> When we were talking about, you know, deserving things, you know, and you can say to someone, well, why don't you deserve it? You know, and they might say, oh, I don't deserve it because I did this or because I did the, or I did the other. Or they might have the internal, internal dialogue going on saying, you know, I did this and that and that's why I don't believe it. So what they're actually saying is they're creating the outcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that case, if if you believe that you can create the outcome by the things that you do, then also you should be able to believe that you can reverse the outcome by the things that you do. Because they're they're, they're two sides of the same coin. You can create it by the things you do. You can reverse it or change it by the things that you do. They're the same thing. It depends on which which side of the coin you're looking on. Exactly. Which wolf are you feeding? You know? I mean, and it, it... and the, th- the fundamental thing about all of this is what it boils down to choice. What are you going to do? You know, co-creation, excuse me, co-creation um, was something that was really, I would always hear people talking about co-create and you co-create and you co-create. <laughs> excuse me. And nobody was ever really able to really tell me what that meant. They would always say, you co-create with God. Okay? Right? What that mean? You co-create with God. Yeah, I, I get the, you know, the, the reverence that you're putting into the conversation. 
but it doesn't tell me anything. And, you know, you, you meditate, well, I meditate and blah, 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 blah. And then I realized that co-creation, as, as, as I always talk about, is simply this, knowing your role in the manifestation process, which simply means you need to know what it is that you do, and then you need to know what it is that the universal forces can do, or the universal spirit can do, or God, Buddha, Muhammad, whomever, you can slot in whoever, whatever feels right to you, right? It's knowing what you do, and then understanding having an understanding of what has to come next. So it's, no, it's knowing your role. It's, it's like um, with a puzzle. You know, you can't keep putting the same piece of puzzle, the, the puzzle piece, in um, the, the, the wrong place. Even if you cut it to fit, it wasn't designed for that. So in the same way, knowing what you do is paramount. So you cannot do the creation side. You can't do the creation side. Your role in co-creating is to know categorically what you want. That's what you're in control of. The that, um, that the the universal, you know, God, whatever, what you got, your diet deity, or you know, universal um, creator, or whatever. And so, like, whoever, let's just take me. Um, you know, we're there for each other. Both sides need each other. And both sides mm-hmm. need to know that the other has needs. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have to, otherwise, otherwise, otherwise it kind of breaks down. You know, you, you've got to say what it is that you need. And then exactly. invariably you'll get back the message in some way, shape, or form that, oh, you need to go to the corner shop to get this. Or you might exactly. think, oh, that's really fancy, <laughs> you know, this, that, or the other. And you go out and you meet someone and, you know, from there your career takes off. So that's the way that the other side will take care of your needs. But they need to know, he, your universal creator, your God, your deity needs to know what you need specifically what you need if you're not telling if you know they can only do whatever message you're sending through and as as when you're saying you know if you're concentrating or if you're concentrating on the wolf that you know um it's sort of like going to take you around the garden path to get to your to get to your goal as opposed to the wolf is going to take you straight there um you know that's what's going to happen you're going to go around the garden path but you can actually go around the garden path and then find yourself in a maze you know, and you're exactly. stuck in that maze for, 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 for however long Forever. before you find your way out again. Exactly. So it's imperative that and, the other uh, side knows, that both sides know what, well, exactly, um, from the yeah. university side, you, the, you will know. That, I mean, the way they do it is that, as I said, you know, you might see something on television. You know, if, you, if you're not hearing the direct message they're sending you and they are, you are being sent a direct message, if you're not hearing that, things will happen. You know, you'll think of something and it will, you know, be on the television or, you know, you have a business idea and then all of a sudden on the top of your email, there's this, not, you, you haven't looked on the internet or anything like that, but on the top of your email, there's, there's just this thing saying, oh, have you ever thought about doing such and such? Those are the, those are the messages like from the universe and what have you. Um, and the way, that, I'm, I'm just going to repeat myself, you know, you, we need each other, we, uh, but we have to be open, honest with what it is that we really need. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, and as Olivia was saying, you know, you will get what I call inspired action or inspired mm. opportunity. Doesn't mean you have to take it because you do have choice, but you will get inspired action and you will get inspired opportunity. And this is part of the co-creation process. So who is in control of your life? Many people will say, oh, God, God's in control of my life. All righty then. Understand what you're saying. Because it's written, and I actually need to get this out of the Bible, it's written that God will use you if you don't know what you want. The universal creator known to me as God or whomever your chosen deity is will use you for that. those people who know what they want. Because it's your energy, at the end of the day, your energy, and energy will not remain stagnant. It is always in motion and always being used. But you see, the universal law of economy actually speaks to that. The universal law of economy. Because it, it's not about drawing things out. The universe is a very structured place. It, it has, um, it, it, it's very efficient. It's very efficient. And the efficiency comes from utilizing energy to its max. What were you going to say, Liz? And I was going to say, like, for people who are saying, okay, well, I'll just leave it all up to God, okay, mm. which basically says, okay, well, um, uh, it, it could, God can be used in any way, shape, or form. He can use you in any way, shape, or form mm. that he needs. So, you know, you could be asking that, okay, well, you have no joy and you have no happiness because, you know, if someone's really joyful somewhere, someone else's universal balance, there's going to be someone somewhere else exactly. that, that, that is going to be unhappy, okay? So, mm -hmm. you, you know, you say, okay, well, you know, use me. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you look, draw the lucky one, you know, the lucky thing, and you'll be the happy one. But there's always a chance that, you know, you, you should be happy. But you said, okay, well, I'll let the Lord use me and watch. Okay, so um, I'm going to make uh, joy over there happy, you know. And then, you know, things like that you can, you can lose out on. Um, of course. Because the thing is, the universe or your God or your deity, they're on a mission. They're on a mission to actually assist and create for the people who are actually saying to them, this is what I need. And they're direct, they're clear, and they know exactly what they want. So then you become a resource. You become a resource exactly. for those people getting what they want because they have asked exactly. for it simply. For it. You know, um, there, Liz, there are so many people in my life who are like, hey, you know, whatever God has planned. And then when something new happens, they're, they're a little horrified. By, by what's happened. But you see, in saying, what, you know, God, God is running my life, what they need to understand is that there is a counterplot that's running in their life. Mm -hmm. And it is that belief that is going to be manifested as well. Yeah. You know, you, look, there, 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 there are people who have asked for uh, wealth. Okay, right, Liv. They've asked for wealth, but they're in a relationship that isn't conducive for them having the wealth. Recognizing this, knowing that the, the plot is everything shiny and wonderful, but the subplot is giving all the chatter, you know, all, all the this, all the that. The intu intuition is 
what, not even screaming at you, but talking to you incessantly. And then you've got the reasoning, logical, and analytical mind saying why you should stay in this. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the counterplot that knows this is not what you want, and this isn't the way that you're going to get the thing that you want. And it is the universe's good pleasure to give you what you believe. And then they don't understand when everything explodes and, you know, their life looks like it's gone to hell in a handbasket and, you know, relationships are dissolved and jobs are lost and yada yada. People don't understand that the universe, God, known to me as God, whomever your chosen deity is, is moving people, places and things. So you can have the desire, so you can have the want in your counterplot. And you can get rid of the don't want in your counterplot. And you see, this is what happens to people. In addition to, if you really don't know, you will be, you know, God, just use me. This has happened to somebody recently. They were like, you know, let, let God use me. And Olivia, they were like, oh, my God. Ah, uh, I don't, ah, oh, I don't know if I really want this. I don't know if I really want this. No, you t- out of their mouth, Olivia, they told me what they wanted. Mm-hmm. They told me what I wanted. But then on the next flip, flip side, they're like, oh, let God use me. What do you think? God ain't going to use you. You think universal source ain't going to use energy? It needs all the energy it can get. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. energy cannot be created, nor can it be destroyed. There is only energy. Mm-hmm. And, and so and therefore, the, it's always being recycled. And the thing with that is, you know, if um, whatever it is that they were trying to achieve, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of that may already... I mean, this is a thing of energy, but I'm going to ignore that. Um, may already be sort of like there in the ethos, ready to come through, mm-hmm. ready to be manifest in their mm-hmm. life. But because they're saying, mm-hmm. okay, well, let God use me, that energy or that, that, that thing might actually go to someone else. Exactly, because they know it and they've claimed it. Mm-hmm. They've claimed it. They've claimed it. And so, guys, who is in control of your life? You are. Who is in control of your life and getting what it is that you need and or want for your life? You are. It's totally and utterly you. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say to you guys that it's an easy process because it is a challenge. It's fraught with challenge, challenges. And those challenges are we're butting up against everyday life. We have our likes and dislikes. And above all, we have the things that we fear most. And yes, that's, that's always playing out. Those, those are roles that are always playing out. The name of the game is to define for self, with clarity for self, what you want. Not what people think you should have, but what you want for yourself. If you feel to yourself that what you truly want is to be a drug addict, then that's for you. You see, other people might think, based on their experience, that's not what you should be doing, but it's not their life, and therefore it's not their choice. If you feel that your thing is to be a billionaire, that's your choice. If the people around you actually feel that you... you aren't deserving of that, let's call it what it is, you aren't deserving of that, and that you have ideas of grandiose, 
Oh, grandiose, grandiose, grandiose ideas. Of, you have big ideas grandiose. How about that. Grandiose, okay. Grandiose mm-hmm. ideas of grandiose. You, you know, guys, that's on them. That's their choice. You get, you either bite into that apple or you don't. You either feed that wolf or you don't. Your life and the control of it comes down to you. The how. The how of the manifestation process, that ain't got a damn thing to do with you. And this is where we, 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 we get all lost in the make. That doesn't have a damn thing to do with you. But what do we do? We try to figure out, we try to manipulate, we try to, to, to create the how. And that's not our job. That's not, that's not our job. In, in, in the co-creation process, that's not our job in the manifestation process. That's not what we do. Because if we could do it, 99.9% of the people on the face of this earth would not be experiencing the things that they are experiencing that they perceive or believe to be a negative in their life. And that's bottom line. You can take that to the universal bank and bank it. So know your role. Your role is the what. What is it that you really, really want? It can be as simple or as complex, or it can be as simply complex as you like or as you want. But it's your job to know. Getting lost in yesteryear and all the things that have happened all the things that they did and she did, he did, you know, mom and dad made me do, blah, 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 you know, or get, get lost in all of that. How the hell is that helping you? How, how is that assisting and supporting you in moving forward? Because it's assisting you and supporting you in clarifying what it is that you want, then more power to you. But if it is doing the antithesis of that and clouding, clouding your judgment, Clouding your ability to get clear. Clouding your ability to understand your role in the co-creation process. Clouding your judgment in understanding what manifesting means. If it's doing all of that, then it's not helping you. You are not helping you. You are choosing not to move forward. But understand, whether you choose to move forward or not move forward, things are going to manifest because within you, there is always something that you believe. There is always something that you believe. And that is the thing that will manifest. It's that counterplot, the heart of hearts, the thing that is in your heart of hearts, the wants and the don't want, the likes and the don't likes, the loves and the hate. It's these things, guys. And with that, you get to control that. And I'm not saying you will control the things that flip through. I'm not saying that you will control the, the, the intuitive, not the intuitive, but the, 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 the thoughts that just pop into your, into your mind. I'm not saying that you're going to be a robot and you're not going to have feelings and that you won't be angry and you won't be happy, you won't rejoice, you won't be sad, you won't be mad. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is after a while, you get to choose how much energy you're going to feed it. You get to choose how much this, this, 
this becomes a part of you or it may, remains detached from you. See, guys, you are in control of your life. Anything that happens to you, it's happened to you. You're the common denominator. You know, not, not, not to flog a dead horse, but you can play the blame game. You can play it. That's your choice. It's your right. It's your choice. But does the blame game help you? I mean, in the blame game, doesn't it deflect from you really taking a look at you and, uh, and what you're doing? Or, or conversely, what you've done? That's what the blame game does. It deflects. It deflects and it wastes time. And time, as I've said before, is a precious commodity. Time is your spiritual currency. While I believe that our soul is infinite, which means it's not governed by time, while you were here in this three-dimensional incarnation, one of the caveats is that we are on a time clock. When we came here, we punched that clock, and that clock is forever ticking. That clock ticks until such time that it ticks no more and you know, what's he say, 90 years without slumbering, tick-tock, and, and the <laughs> clock stops. Okay, guys? The clock stops. And when it stops, this physical presence that you have here becomes no more, and you have your physical presence elsewhere, where time, where time isn't a factor. Fourth dimension, time isn't a, a factor. Sixth, fifth dimension, time's not a factor. You're, you're on a different plane there. You're doing something else different. So, guys, know your role, co-creation process. Know your role in the, in the process. Know what it is that you control in your life. And by that, if I haven't made myself clear, by that, you get to control what it is that you believe in your heart of heart. Once again, with marrying your five senses to what you need or what you want. This helps the process. Affirming helps the process. Praying helps the process. Visualization helps the process. Self-talk helps the process. What do you call it? Um, sub, sub something or another um, helps the process. As much as I'm not into it, neuro-linguistic programming can help the process. You know, there are so many things out there that are here to assist and support us. Because at the end of the day, what I'm saying here isn't for everybody. There are some people in straight up church that will help the process. For others, they're definitely into the whole psychology of things. That will help the process. For others, it's this. For others, it's that. But whatever it is, the universe has supplied us with everything that we need so that we can succeed here in this dimension. So, Liz, is there anything that you wanted to say? Um, no, there's nothing I think of, actually, Wendy. No. I'm writing this. What, what you're saying? Yep. Yes, 
I am. <laughs> right. There you go. And I spelled that wrong anyway. But yeah, so it, it's vitally important, guys. It's it's absolutely it's absolutely crucial, absolutely crucial. And only you can do the work. This is something that I say to the ladies at Shatery, and it's so true. Only you can do the work for you. Only you can do the work for you. Nobody else can do this work for you. Because if they could, they would. But everybody's dealing with their own counterplot. They're dealing with their own, you know, that internal chatter, the subplot. And they're dealing with their own plot, their own life, as it's unfolding. And it is a full-time job. As I've said, and I think one of my memes say that tonight, actually, is the hardest work that you will ever do is get clear in knowing what you want and knowing what you want without a shadow of a doubt. And that doesn't mean that it, it, it can't change, because it can change. Because you're always growing, you're always knowing you. You're always a, So yes, it can change. It can change. And do I believe that you can have what you want? I truly do believe that you can have what you want. It might not be in this in this lifetime, i.e. for those people who have made their transition, I truly believe that I will see, I'll see them again, you know, Rosie, Gran, um, Granddad, Uncle, Auntie, the whole nine yards. Everybody, I, I, and so for me, I know that I'll see them again. And so I'll get what I want in that regard. In, in this dimension, no, in this dimension, that's gone. In this dimension, that's gone. You know, that, uh, that ice cream's gone. You can get ice cream elsewhere, but not here. So it's not saying that you can't have it, just not here. That being said, and I say again, I believe that you can have what you want. I believe that you can have what you want. You just need to believe it. You just need to believe it. We have been conditioned not to believe in self. And I think that's one of the greatest um, detriments to mankind is not to be even given the um, I don't know the, the, the impetus to begin that journey you know like as, as children you know that you're filled with, with, with a lot of stuff you know I mean right, wrong or indifferent they, they have this thing now where if kids are competing for something Everybody wins. Yeah. Everybody wins. And you know something, Liv? That's that's actually that I, I think there's merit to it, but there's also a side of that that smacks of not not truth. Mm-hmm. Because if you're mm-hmm. in a competition, if you're mm-hmm. in a competition, you are looking for somebody to excel and at the end of the day other people don't. It, at I the mean, end it's, of the day, you know it it's it, it, it centered. Go on, go on, go on, go on. No, go ahead, Liv. It sends, I was going to say, it's, it sends, it sends a, um, a, a, a dual message, doesn't it? This dual duality. Because, yeah, okay, this is a competition, but no one wins. I mean, what message is that sending? Exactly. That's, that's ridiculous. Oh, no, everybody's a winner. And, and then somebody will go out and say, I'm going to do so-and-so. Well, you ain't even freaking good at that. Why would you decide to do this? Well, I won the competition. No, you didn't. They lied. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, Liz. For real. 
No, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because it's not, it's not how I was brought up, or maybe there's maybe there is merit in it, Wendy. I suppose time will tell, really. But I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Um, you know, I mean, if in that you know, in that case, in that case, why call it a competition? Why not exactly, call it exactly, Olivia? You know what you're we're, saying. We're all just hanging out and playing. Exactly, we're having exactly. a jam session. Exactly. We're having exactly. a jam session. No one musician is better when when you're jamming. No one musician is better than the other. You're all out there just freestyling, doing your damn thing, coming together. So call it what it is. You know, and they do this. Oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in competition. And I, you know, Liz, I get it when you have, um, you know, like the, as they call them here, the peewees. You know, they're little lives. They can just about run and all of that. And you know, they're kicking the goal in the wrong, <laughs> into the wrong goal post. And you know, you just cheer. Everybody just cheers for them. I get that. I and I truly do get that. You know, because they're young. And you know they're, just, they're like I said, you look at some of the peewee, like the football, the the football lives. The helmet is as big as their blasted torso. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and they're trying to run and they're pushing the helmet up. And you know, mum, dad, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. And they <laughs> kick and they get a touchdown. And it's like, go! You know, yeah, and I get that, right? <laughs> And and I truly do get that. They're, they're, they're really young, but it comes to a point in time that is to understand that competition is about somebody winning, i.e. you. It's really not about anybody else. You see, they've made competition about other people. You know, you're competing against those people. No, this is why people like Michael Jordan are the greatest. Bill Gates, um, what do you call him? Apple Man, Steve Jobs, um, Oprah Winfrey. This, they don't have time for competition let let whoever let you know the, the the networks and whoever deal with that. I'm gonna be the best that I can be. Mm. I'm not interested in being like anybody, and this is how they roll. And may, maybe that's the ethos behind the thing of you know making kids believe there is no competition. Even if someone says it's a competition, don't treat it as though it is a competition. Because you're maybe there's something in it. Because when you say about Steve Jobs and Oprah Winfrey and um, uh, whoever else you said, sorry, I can't remember. Right. Um, you know, th- they didn't believe there was any competition. You know, oh. they would, they were just. So then, maybe there is an if. You know, maybe there's something good in doing it the way that they're doing it, and in saying, well, no, it doesn't have to be in competition, regardless of what anyone says. Um, exactly. So and, and the, this is. This is something- this, no, the, I'm talking about like the school. I'm talking about the schools and what have you now. When they say, um, you know, no one's a winner. Maybe there's mm-hmm. something to it. Maybe it's just a different frame of mind. Maybe for maybe for, I'll, I'll say for you as well. For maybe for us, um, it's a hard mm-hmm. concept to grasp because we just didn't grow up like that. But there mm-hmm. might be something mm-hmm. in it, you know, Wens. It might, might. I mean, if it takes the competition away the competitiveness away because they actually don't believe in competition, then, you know, things like jealousy and, uh, you know, and, and envy and all that. I mean, it, it could actually go some way to alleviating it if people don't feel they're in competition. They're just doing their thing, just going along. So they could and yes, actually, yes. Yeah. Because I can see that. I, I, I can really see that. I can see that. 
Um, I can see that. Uh, definitely, definitely, I can see that. Um, perhaps I'd, I'd frame it a little differently or call it exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, instead of, you know, rah, 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 oh, you came in two hours after everybody did and they, they were getting ready to search. You, you're a winner. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, this ain't yeah. your thing. This, 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 this ain't your thing. No, you made it. And they, I get I get that. And I give, I give thousands of points for that. You made it. And you continue to try. That in it is mm. a winner. Mm. However, should you do this as a vocation? Perhaps not. Not, <laughs> not in this way. No, I'm sorry, Liz. No, you, I don't know how to you phrase can, you it. Can't, you, can't, you can't say that. You can, you can say that. You can say that. <laughs> The more I think about it, the more I think there could be something in it. Definitely. If it alleviates that thing of um people feeling they have to have one upmanship and all that sort of stuff. There could be something See, in that's, it. See that's that's one of the things like with um my clients, like serious clients who are doing business and I mean kicking ass and taking names, that's one thing I drum into them all the time. You're not in competition. Mm. You are in create. If you are in competition, that means you are not creating. You cannot be in two places at the same time. What will make your business excel? Creativity or trying to compete with somebody? Because if you're competing with somebody, you're going to try to steal their idea. Yeah. And it's already been done. So I don't believe in competition. I really don't. Not like that, not like that, not like that, not at all, Liz, not at all, not at all, um, I don't, I don't, um, so that, that being said, guys, that's another thing, you know, we have enough, I think, to deal with when we are competing with each other within our minds, when, you know, your exactly. analytical mind is yeah. giving you an analysis of, you know, how much rain's really going to soak you to the bone and you get pneumonia, Versus the the reasoning mind that says to you, "Hey, you can run through the raindrops, you'll be all right." Uh, versus the, the the logical mind that says, "Well, both the analytical and the reasoning mind is okay, but logic tells you that the probabilities might not be on your side, but you might be able to run through the raindrops." And your intuition just says, "Get an umbrella." <laughs> yeah, you know, and and we have enough enough stuff competing with the dialogue going on inside of our head. And then behind all of that, we have the stuff, the hearts of hearts. Girl, you know you don't want that. Yes, I do. How could you say that? You don't want that. You, girl, you know you don't want that. You never have. You didn't come out the uterus. You didn't come into this incarnation wanting it. So why are you wanting it now? But I do. And you, you've got all that going on, the counter, the contrast and parallel going on in your life. So you've got enough to do without trying to compete with anybody else for what they've already done. That space has been taken. What space are you going to create and fill for yourself? It's as simple as that. And that's not to say there can't be multiple, you know, streams of business doing the same thing. Everybody just does it differently. That's why you have Estee Lauder or from, yeah, I think the House of Revlon, I think that is. No, I, I can't remember. That's, but anyway, that's like you have um, 
Estee Lauder, and you have uh, uh, Clinique, and you have, let me see, what's it, um, what was that called over here? Origins, which is, uh, it was really a nice aromatherapy line, and of course they were sold to one of the big houses, I believe Revlon, and it's not so nice anymore. Mm. Well, I don't like it. It was nice when they came out, it was the real McCoy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it really was. It was really nice, very well done as an aromatherapy line. But that's what happens. They get an aromatherapy line, it does really well, and then they sell it. And God bless the people, you know, they're doing their do, they sell it. And then they start using, um, you know, subgrade essential oils, you know, third press, second and third press instead of first press. And um, it changes, it changes the vibration. and um yeah you well, know the, when the, it's been the, done I, it's done i would i would think that uh, you know um i could be wrong that p- like big companies that take over um uh little companies like that even though the, even though the little company is actually might massive to the you know to to the general masses is a way of actually keeping control of things and making of sure course, things Olivia. stay the way they are so that they, way that they don't want to change yeah exactly Exactly. And that's exactly right, Liz. That's exactly right. Because what happens is, is with products like Origins, gosh, you used to be able to find it and, you know, you'd get the full range and this and that. Mm-mm, not anymore. Mm-hmm. There were a whole group of people who were using Origins and they would drive to um, fashion show mall, to, uh, uh, that lakes mall for you guys, whatever it is in Shepherd's Bush there. What's that big uh, mall in Shepherd's Bush? Oh, uh, water something, water something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, yes, with all the champagne yeah. thing and all of that. Yeah, like, yeah. People, mm-hmm. people would drive to the equivalent here to go get it, you know, and if that's right in, you know, that's on the strip and all of that, and they would mm-hmm. drive there to go mm-hmm. and get it, okay? And um, they they sold, and next thing I'm hearing, people are saying that, oh, I don't know, it's, it's not the same anymore. You know, mm-hmm. the labeling's the same, but Something's different. No, they they they're cutting they cut corners. They want to know how to make this cheaper, but sell it at exactly. the same price or more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, so it died a natural death. But like like you said, Liv, it's about being able to be in control. Mm-hmm. It's about being in control. And that being said, it's a wonderful analogy. They they are still feeding the wolf that they want. Mm-hmm. They're feeding mm-hmm. the wolf that they want. And they're eating the other wolf to feed that wolf. I'm telling you, they, they, mm. they're feeding the wolf mm. that they want. I said to a group of ladies the other day that really and truly, God's really unbiased. God couldn't care less if you're happy or sad. And they were all like, <gasps> no, because if, that, if it was any other way, you'd always be happy. Mm. Mm-hmm. God, God doesn't care. What God cares about is what you choose. And, and even that, it's not even in the choice that you make. It's the fact that you make a choice. That's what the universe is waiting on. And as you said earlier, that's part of the co-creation process. You need to know what it is that you need to do. And you need to make a choice. That's bottom line. You have to make a choice. And you are always making choices. And that's the irony. That's the irony. You're always making choices. Even when you think you're not making a choice, you're making a choice. 
Because you've always got something going on in your mind. You've always got that subplot that go, that's feeding into the counterplot that talks about what's in your heart of hearts. So you're always, always, always making choices. My thing with what I do in life is about you, is to bring the knowledge to you that choice, while it's always being made, can be made with full conscious awareness. And this is how you control your life, with full conscious awareness of your choices. It's as simple as that. Get clear on what you want. It's as complex as that. Get clear on what you want. It's as challenging as that. The hardest work that you will ever do in this life is to make choices in the best interest of self, for self, and hang on to them when life throws hurricanes, tsunamis, and all of this at you. When, 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 the, when, when the world moves from underneath your feet, but you're still holding on to this thing that you know that you want because it's your counterplot and it's your truth. It's your intrinsic truth. Before we get off the show, again, I would just like to reiterate so people understand. Your heart, in your hearts of hearts, the thing that you really want or the things that you really want will forever be moving forward and clearing the way because this is your belief. So you taking inspired action and taking or, or moving on inspired opportunities, it, it, it's there to help you. But if you don't do it, you still would be moved forward because you can never, ever move backwards in this life. So you can be moved forward. You can be dragged forward. You can walk forward. You run forward. You'd still be moving forward. And there are things that you may want in your heart of hearts. And as a result, what is manifesting in your life at this moment in time, no matter how, you know, how explosive, no matter how dull, no matter what it is, it is manifesting because of something that you want in your heart of hearts. And the universal creator, known to me as the architect, known to me as God, is moving people, places, and things so you can have your heart's desire. What is in your heart? Know what's in your heart, and you'll be able to control your life consciously with awareness and with choice. So does that make sense, Liz? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right, darling, is there anything that you'd like to say? No, not at all. Not at all. All right, darling. Well, guys, again, who's controlling your life? It's you. Do your due diligence. Do what you need to do. Stop moaning, bitching, and whining. It doesn't help you. And nobody wants to hear it quite as <laughs> kept. <laughs> no, uh, really. Nobody wants to hear it. And it doesn't help. Sometimes getting it your chest, it helps because it can move it out of the way so that new stuff can come in. And by and large, if you stay there, it's not the place to be. You're not going to get what you want in life. So on that happy note, my name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I have been your host for the last hour and a half. You've been listening to My Life, My Choice, and today's episode is 
who is in control of your life. My co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. Yes, Rasta Mouse. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Right, and um, we will see your face in the place next time. Um, yeah, guys, do the work. And until next time, peace out. Love you, sis. sis. Love, you, Love you guys. And... Yeah, oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, I was going to say bye, guys, but, um, you know, I thought you were going to put the music on, so no problem. Man to man is so unjust. Children, yeah, no, no. Bye, guys. Your worst enemy could be your best friend. Eat that.